Welcome to the Num One Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the timeless journey from no one to number one. I'm your host, Jake Shannon. You, thank you very much for tuning in. This is the Number One Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. Hope you guys are doing good. What's up, Mixed Martial Arts Mama? The real big Yanni. Chew weed. All you guys jumping in on Instagram. Hit me up on YouTube, Facebook. We're all over. Cisco's Gold. Charlie's Construction. Or Charlie Construction. Alex Wrestling. Dr. Saul Star. Hallowed Bellow. Mariano Miraglia 547. Hi, thanks. Good to see you. Um, you know, today I, I've been super busy. So I am. Uh, hey, what's up? Uh, big Biryani. Happy to see you, bro. Where are you at? I'm in Denver right now, brewing up some big shit for 2023. Hustling my ass off. So, um, hope you guys are doing good. Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. I mean, I've been back at least once, but, you know, <clears throat> I want to talk, you know, about thinking and being, and maybe a little more philosophical than sometimes I normally get. But I've, I, I'm concerned with the way the world is going. Am I alone? Am I the only person that thinks that shit is fucked up? Uh, it's been like that boiling frogs. Have you, you heard that analogy with the boiling frogs? Um, the real big biryani says, same here, brother. I'm from Dubai. Fuck yeah, dude. Dubai. Awesome. That's like the, I want to get out there. Bring us out, man. I hear it's gorgeous. I want to see all those crazy buildings and all the amazing architecture. That's like the, the city of the future, man. I, I, I want to get out there. Um, just recently got into wrestling. Love your Insta post. Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. Check out, uh, scientificwrestling.com. It's got all kinds of great stuff. Uh, what's up, Toasty Cow? I don't know who you are, but uh, thank you. Says I'm a, he says he's a great person, a great guy in person also. I don't, are you talking about me or are you talking about Big Biryani? Bur, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Rageful Joe, what's up? So I, I want to talk, like, am I alone? I mean, I know the world's always been fucked up. I mean, here's the thing. Okay, so I'm, I also am like a amateur historian, right? I, I try to dabble in a bunch of different things, but you know, so, oh, thanks, Toasty Cow. What's up, man? Uh, so wait a minute, Toasty Cow, your name is Jake? I mean, I'm confused. Anyway, I'm just like, who are you, man? Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, I appreciate the compliment, if, if that's what it was. Um, but I, okay, so here's the thing. I'm the kind of person that believes that the world can always improve. I'm an optimist. You know, I actually had, like, we had a party at my house. I don't know, it must have been six months ago or maybe a year ago. And we had a, a, a young lady come over to the house. And she was real kind of mentally messed up, like, insulting people at the party. It just was ruining things. What's up, Marco? Good to see you, dude. And, um, you know, we ended up having to sit down and talk because she was kind of polarizing and ruining the party, honestly. Come down to it, I, I basically was like, well, I think this is easy. I'm just an optimist and you're a pessimist. And she blew up. I ended up having to kick her out. She was acting so crazy. 
I never knew it was so um, controversial or offensive. I mean, everything's fucking offensive today, I guess. But being an optimist, I do believe that the world can keep getting better. And I believe that because I believe in humankind. Now, that doesn't mean I am naive. I am aware that, in my opinion, and tell me if you think I'm wrong. You can hit me up in the chat. Um, I... I Costa three Jesus was Jake. Long live catch wrestling. Yeah, dude. Number one, dude. CWO for life. But, you know, I'm not naive. I do understand that the history of mankind up until very recently has largely been the history of masters and slaves. Do you think I'm wrong? Because I, when I look at the history of humankind, it looks a lot like there are masters and slaves over the large, like 99% of history. Okay. So given that, and we live in a time now where it's an aberration historically, it's an anomaly. It's not something that is common. Uh, it's not the average experience across humankind across time. Fair. So, Given that we've shown that we can live in a time of where I could communicate all over the world instantaneously to all you crazy people, that's amazing. I could fly in a heavier than air machine and, and I could be in, in Dubai in, in 14 hours. Or I mean, we live like in the pinnacle of human achievement. Fair? So... I'm not naive. I know that it hasn't always been this way, but I have this data point that proves to me that it's possible. Okay. But, you know, I'm concerned because while I'm an optimist, you know, I, I, I na- labeled today's talk, the myth of happiness and divine discontent. Okay. The myth of happiness and divine discontent. And the reason I named it that is because I am an optimist. I I do believe that human nature is capable of amazing things. We now send things into outer space. Uh, We've got amazing advances in, in, in medicine. Now, that said, I believe that the idea of happiness, happiness is an idea, okay, Let's, let's break this down a little bit. Happiness is, is an idea, like sadness is an idea. Now, it is an idea or a word, happiness, used to describe an internal state of being. Now, because it's internal, you can never truly, until freaking Elon Musk gets the that evil Neuralink matrix shit and we can plug into each other's brains... We will never truly know what somebody else's happiness feels like. But we get a general idea of it's a sense of positivity. You feel, you know, you're smiling. Your, your body feels good. It's a, it's a positive thing. Okay. But other than that, I think here's a problem. Everybody is trying to pursue happiness. But I think that is a very poor goal because it's ephemeral and it's ill-defined 
And in fact, I think it's happiness is highly overrated. I'm actually, I believe on the whole, I'm what you would call a happy person. I, I believe that, what other people might call that. Costa 3 Jesus says, have more trust in God than humanity, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then uh, Chadrick Mitchell. What's up, Chadrick? Out on, what are you on? Oh, you're on YouTube. I miss catch wrestling so much. Get back to it, man. I got 12, 12 uh, events under our belt this year for uh, seminars. There's been multiple uh, tournaments. Let's go, dude. Come on. Come on. Let's get back at it. Uh, just message me, Chadrick. I'll help you, dude. But, you know, back to what I'm saying, I think that, you know, this idea of pursuing happiness is kind of dumb. I think it's a bit of a part of a sales pitch for slavery, right? Because personally, I I have no problem with with being discontent, not being content. And in fact, I, I was on a call with one of my mentors, Grant Cardone. You guys know who Grant. Give me give me a 10x in the chat if you know uh, Grant Cardone. So he's one of my mentors, and I get access to him because of that. Um, I'm a 10x certified coach, mentor, and speaker. I'm authorized to deliver all of Grant's material. So one good thing is is you could pay him $250,000 for a speaking fee, uh, or you could pay me, and I will come out there... <laughs> And deliver the exact same material. I'm authorized, literally licensed, uh, and certified. I mean, in fact, uh, one of the Grant Cardone elite coaches, uh, very proud of that. Anyway, he was talking about this idea of divine discontentment, and it really struck a nerve with me. Like, you know, you ever have a conversation, somebody says something, and it's just like, you're listening normally, but then something really resonated? Well, this idea of divine discontentment really got me thinking. If I was content with stuff, I would not have published over 12 books. I would not have gotten a master's degree in financial mathematics. I would not have uh, gone and tested myself in grappling to the point where I collapsed one of my carotid arteries, okay? <laughs> like hosed myself for life. I would not have uh, uh, pursued my wife or, or raised three children, all the trials and tribula tribulations with that, if I was content. It was the fact that I was discontent that actually helped me achieve all of the greatest things in my life. Does that make sense? The real big biryani says, we're all still slaves being controlled by the promise of happiness and safety within the matrix. You're getting what I'm saying here. Like, look at what happened to the fucking world over all this dumb bureaucratic, and I, it is fucking bureaucratic and it's dumb, hype over COVID, Okay. I don't care anymore. Like, it was stupid. I knew it from the beginning. And it was sold to everybody through fear, okay, because they're all sold on this idea that you should be happy, okay? Now, I get it. I, I It's just all the propaganda. I'm so sick of it. In America alone, the lockdowns dropped like... Uh, the real big biryani says COVID was the experiment to see how they can manipulate us. Dude, not, uh, they've been doing those experiments for a very long time, in my opinion. Um, this was even deeper because it certainly was uh, an exercise of manipulation and lies, uh, just like weapons of mass destruction, 
just like half the shit with Building 7. Like, I'm not even a conspiracy theorist. I just go with facts. Like, these are facts, and I, and I, and I seek out anomalies, things that don't fit the paradigm that are facts, and that you can't deny them. There is, that's truth. An anomaly is truth that stands in firm opposition to the prior way of thinking. You know, people talk about science, and I'm like a science nerd, right? I, I love the philosophy of science, okay? But you have to understand, there's no such thing as the science. If somebody quotes science as an authority, they're a fucking moron, and you're a moron if you accept it. Because what is science? Science is the process by which you destroy prior knowledge. Let me say that again. Science is the method by which you destroy prior knowledge. Science is an act of paradigm destruction to be replaced with new, better, more reliable, more robust information. Not controversial, okay? But it, that, that's all it is, is a fucking process. It is not consensus. We could see even with Elon Musk taking over Twitter, okay, he has still not reinstated all of the dissenting, the doctors who saw anomalies in the data, MDs who have just as much training as the fucking uh, bureaucratic ass-kissing uh, ones worried about their state licensure. That's, now, that's one thing how they manipulate. They manipulated so many industries is through licensing. Okay, they they threaten you to take you away with their dumbass state license. Like that does anything. Licensure is a joke as well. But these are all things you have to get through. Now, this is part like anybody. I I've spent my the majority of my adult life studying number one leaders. Okay, in business and in grappling. That has been what my life has been for, I'm going to be 50 in the summer since I was at least 20 years old. So 30 years of studying. That's why I call branded everything number one, because that's what I'm obsessed with, right? I want to learn from the number one in grappling and in, in martial arts. I want to learn from the number one in business and finance, because those are things that I feel are important to me. And I feel they're important to other people. Okay. But to be number one, you have to be divinely discontent. You have to not be happy. But it, it, that is the thing. Greatness is not about happiness, right? So uh, the real big biryani says, uh, anyone with an opposing opinion, which was based on fact, even at the time, were branded as crazy and dangerous. I know, man. Cancel culture and fact checkers are weapons and agents of the matrix. So... I'm going to do a whole show tomorrow. I, I used to have a radio show, actual like terrestrial radio on AM on the third oldest uh, conservative talk radio show. I don't know how I got on there because I am not uh, a conservative. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a socialist or progressive. I'm, if you were to label me somehow, I'm a libertarian, but I even have my own bones to pick or anomalies I've noticed within libertarianism. I just don't like to put a whole label on me because I'm a dynamic person. I'm not a human being. I'm a human doing. You know, that's another fucking stupid thing. Human being. What is that even? I'm a human doing. I create. I've written 12 books, invented the mace bell, re brought back Catch as Catch Can from the fucking dead, like Frankenstein's monster. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, dude, a 10x certified master of science, financial math, English degree, father of three. Like, dude, I'm constantly on this path of improvement. And it's because I'm not happy. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy, like I'm laughing, but I'm not, it's divine discontentment. So if I'm trying to do anything, I'm trying to sell you on stop settling, stop being a bitch, like a little bitch, like stop being fucking like complacent and satisfied. Stop. Like everybody's selling everybody on this, like, oh, you're working too hard or, oh, you got, no, you're not, you're probably not working hard enough. How's that? You're probably not fucking working hard enough and you know it and I know it. I'm literally, from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to sleep, I am working on increasing my impact and my legacy. Because guess what? I know that I won't live forever. I almost died when I was 10 from a botched appendectomy from an idiot doctor, which thank God, because that's what started my skepticism of doctors, realizing their fallibility, realizing, and I didn't realize that as a child, but I, I... it impacted me and I realized, hey, these guys make fucking mistakes. And I started studying it, started learning about iatrogenic death that Barbara Starfield, I was able to get her on the phone. She's uh, John Hopkins. She's passed away. Rest in peace. Uh, good guy doctor. Got her on the phone, talked to her about, she wrote a journal uh, in the Journal of the American Medical Association, uh, Amer- uh, Journal of the American Medical Association or Society, whichever one, JAMA Association. Um, the largest peer-reviewed scientific journal on the planet uh, pointing out that the third leading cause of death of Americans, and this is back in 2006, I actually put it in my, uh, oh, where is it? Do I have a copy here? I used to keep all my books down here. Oh, yeah. In this book, Anomaly, I don't know if you guys have read this. I wrote this in 2009. Um, Dude, there's a chapter in here on medical fascism Uh, that exactly tells you what 10 years, almost to the fucking month, what was coming down the pipe with all the COVID lockdown shit. It's crazy. I then wrote another book, Teocon, that totally predicted how the Teo party would be co-opted and taken over by the neoconservative warmongering faction within the, uh, conservative party to get them in line. Right. I wrote endonomics which I'm predicting the end of the United States between the year 2025 and 2030, at least the United States as we know it. They may still call it the U.S., but um, effectively we're bankrupt as a country. Um, anyway, anyway, okay, so the, so the real big biryani. Dude, I'm loving Dubai, man. You got to bring me out there. Uh, I get what you're saying, Coach. Satisfaction and complacency are the biggest enemies of progress. Wanting more and being better is simply human nature, and, which is now being suppressed to keep us in check. Yeah, did you see this? fucking idiot. Pardon my language, but I'm really fired up today. Uh, James Cameron, the guy who um, uh, does the uh, uh, Avatar movies, he said that testosterone is a toxin that needs to be removed. You know what, dude? Remove yourself first, okay? This is this is the thing, man. Like, if you got a problem, like, with, 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 the fact that you're a man, I mean, I have no problem being a man. I have no problem with somebody being a woman. I have no problem with somebody being gay. I have no problem with any of it because I'm concerned with my own shit. You know what I mean? Stop worrying about everybody else. Get your own shit under fucking control. You know, it's stupid. 
I mean, I, I definitely would agree everybody should fucking boycott that movie. Avatar. It wasn't even that fucking good in the first place. But now he's like, testosterone is toxic, dude. If saying something like estrogen or testosterone is toxic is just the height of fucking stupidity. There's absolutely no thought. It's just a political bromide that some bonehead's thrown out there. It's like, go fuck your movie. I don't need it. It's so stupid anyway, right? Big Biryani says, funny how he's the same dude made all movies like Terminator and Predator. Dude, <laughs> what did, uh, what did uh, Rogan say about uh, Conor McGregor that his, his piss would melt through the testing cup? <laughs> uh Boy, that was certainly Arnold, man. That guy was definitely uh, juiced to the gills. Yeah, it's just stupid. Oh, what's up, man? Uh, Mastermind Martial Arts. What's up, Jake? I'm a huge James Cameron fan, but he was way out of line with that comment. Literally makes no sense. Our bodies produce it. Women produce it. It's just stupid. Like, I'll tell you something. I am divinely discontent with the fucking way the world is right now. All of the fucking... You know what I want? I would like just, okay, listen, all you guys, I don't think you understand. I, I started this conversation today talking about the aberration, the anomaly in which we live, this time of absolute amazing freedom, prosperity, and whatnot, and we're going to fucking blow it, okay? We're going to blow it. The vast history of humankind has been the history of slaves and masters, and we've broken out of that for this, like, 60 year period or whatever since segregation and shit uh, kind of got hammered. We are going to fucking blow it. Okay? This is like you should be discontent. I told you, I'm not a fucking conservative. I'm not a Democrat, a Republican. I'm none of those fucking things. Those labels don't suit me. They don't describe me. There is no box on a identity politics box, on a government form, white, fucking, any of that shit that I identify with, frankly. Because I am a human being and I can identify with all human beings. I have empathy. I have sympathy. In fact, empathy and sympathy, in my mind, are the basic of all ethics, right? It's this idea that I could put myself in another person's shoes, whether they're a woman or black or gay or Green, I mean, I don't know, they don't make green humans unless they're watching a, a James Cameron film fucking about to vomit. But, um, uh, you know, okay, listen, and, and, and uh, Dan at Mastermind, James Cameron uh, did one good fucking movie. The rest of them are not that fucking good. They made money, but they're not that good. One good fucking movie. And he didn't write it, but he did a good job directing it. It's called The Abyss. I don't know if you've seen The Abyss. Good fucking movie, but otherwise, fuck that guy. Um, and, and his girlfriend was the chick in the Terminator, dude. She had more testosterone than him. Like, I mean, I, whatever. Anyway, we should be, you know, who is also divinely discontented? The fucking founding fathers of this country. You know who else was divinely discontented? The abolitionists of this country. Okay. You know who else was, uh, uh divinely discontented? Nikola Tesla, like anybody who's really changed the fucking world. I think you guys need to get off the fucking easy food, the fast food, the convenient shit. You need to put yourself through some tough stuff. You do. 
Otherwise, because to accomplish things, this is the thing that I've learned in my 30 year study of being number one in business and grappling. And, and it extrapolates, I think, out to other fields, right? Is you've got to, if you realize how truly smart, tough, resilient, um, and, and, and fucking driven and focused a human being can be, the, the quickest way to, to learn that is to try to be number one at something. And, and try to be number one at something difficult. Like wrestling. Holy fucking shit. It's hard. That's fucking hard. It gives me optimism about humankind. And it makes me discontent about how the way fucking things are. And how people are. And that we give everybody a fucking pass. I did not give anybody a fucking pass on this vaccine shit from day one. I was like, this is stupid. I Every vocal. Oh, oh my God, grandma, grandma. Nobody's grandma's dying. In fact, it's your dumbass bureaucrats who started this shit that are putting the fucking COVID people in nursing homes, killing the old people. It's anybody who's wrestled had to fucking worry about MRSA, staph infection. That will fucking kill you. And we didn't shut off the planet or even stop wrestling. You just fucking uh, use science to fucking neutralize the fucking bug. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting crazy here. Uh, mastermind, we're going to have to talk a load at the next camp. Dude, I don't give a, f- I'll talk this, I'm talking this way to the world. I'm recording it. It's on YouTube, man. But I get it. A lot of people don't want that fucking smoke, <laughs> but I'll talk to you about it, dude. I get pissed off. Um, uh, real big biryani, man. What's up? Let's see. Says, uh, coach, how do you stay in a state of divine discontent? As a 20 year old that watches how the world is regressing and degrading exponentially, it scares me to see the world going uh, yeah, it scares me to see. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> here's how you do it. How, here's one trick. And again, I learned, uh, this is a really great lesson from Grant Cardone, the 10 X guy. Uh, you need to set massive fucking goals. Okay. Now my, my litmus test, the way I come up with how, if a goal is big enough to make you divinely discontent is you should be like embarrassed the goal should be so big that you're embarrassed at first to, to even vocalize it to your family, friends, or people around you. That's how you know if a goal is big. So I have many, many goals, okay? Um, I want to, so we all know the scientific wrestling mission is to get every man, woman, and child on this planet to improve their lives through scientific wrestling as either a fan, athlete, coach, or a promoter, or a combination, Okay? That's a big fucking goal. That's 8 billion people. I'm going to try to do that. I've tried prior to resurrect the sport. And then I did that (laughs) and have all these wonderful people copycatting me, but I don't mind. That's what a a leader does, does shit. And the people follow and copy it. Um, Some people give me credit. Some people don't. Some people are my friends. Some people are dicks, whatever. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not out to be your fucking friend either. I'm on a fucking mission with that. So that's a big goal. And I'm not fucking even close. Now, this year we launched our affiliate program uh, because I need it to spread out. I need to duplicate what Billy, Carl, Wade Chalice, all these guys that I, number one guys that I learned from, I need to duplicate that. And so the best way is to have this training program and affiliate program so you guys could go 
and spread it <laughs> like a virus, right? So, <laughs> um, you know, we did good. We did good. Uh, I got, uh, I think I got 10 affiliates in the first eight months, but I am not content, dude. I want 150 this year. That's big, dude. I'm like so fucking not even close to 150. I literally have to more than 10x what I did in 2022 and 2023 to hit my goal. And I'm going to do everything I fucking can to do it. And I need you guys' help, right? Uh, so that's one thing, uh, Big Biryani, is, uh, uh, you know, you're 20, you're young, dude. The thing is, is I'm 50 and I still feel like I'm 20, except I'm all busted up from the mileage, right? Like I, I have a collapsed carotid, I have a broken rib that healed bad, like, I, you know, my shoulder is fucked. Like I could tell you about all the damage I have accumulated over the years from risk taking. And that's just physical. You know, I also have like, uh, damage emotionally, financially, all those kind of things from taking risks. Now it is a bigger risk to not take risks. So you need to be, you're young, you're strong and you're healthy and you're smart enough to realize that all this is the matrix and bullshit. So you need to set massive fucking goals and really, if you can't hold yourself accountable, find a coach or somebody who can hold you accountable. That's why I coach grappling and why I coach uh, in business. Sure, I have a, a lifetime of experience and information from my studies and from my experiences to help people, but what a coach does that's different really than a teacher is that they get the result. A teacher just gives you an exam and maybe reads out of a book. Does that make sense? Oh, man, I'm missing some people here. Let's go. Okay, so what do we got? COVID vaccines equal BS, but I can't see your name. It's not coming up. Uh, Kendo Jedi says CWO number one. Yeah, dude, I believe that. And let's see. What is this? Jake brought catches catch can back from the dead for real. Glad to know him in these uh, latest podcast that inspired me to do more with my life. Bill C. Okay, dude. Wait, are, is that Bill Cogswell? You bastard. So this guy, I fucking love this guy. Now he dropped me. He he became a cop and then got all like in the cop mode. And but this guy is a bad dude and he's a cool dude. And when I was hustling my ass off and beating everybody in wrestling, that dude fucking beat me. Uh, he is a tough dude. Uh, if that's Bill Cogswell, happy to see you, bro. Um, uh, let me get back over here now on Instagram. I'm missing some comments. Mastermind, uh, Dan says it's not difficult. It's if it's not difficult, it's not worth doing. I mean, I mean, you know, the dishes are not difficult and they're worth doing cause I don't want a stinky fucking thing house. But, um, yeah, like, you know, I think like, this is why everybody is falling prey. Okay. Can we just say it? Big Pharma is fucking evil. I mean, you know, I probably shouldn't say this because I know they got like people on hire and they fuck with people's lives and stuff, but it's pretty fucking bad. So you have Pfizer who lost the largest criminal, criminal, not civil lawsuit, criminal lawsuit in the history of lawsuits, Pfizer. And you all are lining up for their fucking untested experimental shit. Have you seen that documentary died suddenly? Holy shit. Go get it. It's free on YouTube. Just uh, hashtag died suddenly. It's crazy. And people are trusting them. <coughs> and why are they trusting them? 
part of this is because they're trying to sell people on comfort. The opposite is discontent. Discontentment is what makes you stronger. It's called hormesis. Hormesis. H-O-R-M-E-S-I-S. Hormesis. It's, it's this idea that fucking uh, Nassim Tlaib made it famous with uh, anti-fragile, that idea. It's just hormesis. It's when I go and I lift weights, I'm destroying the muscle and it heals back stronger, right? That's what we need. That's what immune systems do. That's why all these antibiotics that are being pumped into people are making everybody weaker. Well, these same pharmaceutical evil motherfuckers are selling you on happiness and giving you a pill called an antidepressant. That's just a word, man. It's not real. It's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It's a serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It blocks serotonin. A naturally occur. Do you guys know what serotonin is for? And do you know what happens when you block serotonin? You can just read the fucking insert for the side effects, which by the way, they are not allowed to... The government is shielding the side effects on all these vaccines. You can't even get them. That's fucking scary. But in the antidepressants, the side effects from blocking serotonin, it said right there, increased suicidality, increased, that means kill yourself, increased homicidal ideation. Means you're going to, not only are you going to be suicidal, you're going to kill other people. And then we're blaming guns for all the mass shootings and not the drugs that all these motherfuckers are on and having the violent side effects. You just have to use your fucking brain, man. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm totally divinely discontent today. Okay. Uh, the real big biryani says the way, the way they bashed Rogan for taking ivermectin. Yeah. Only for the CDC to list it. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is the thing you, this is why it's important to study history. You don't want to always be looking to the past. You can't drive looking through your rearview window unless you're backing up. But you don't want to make the same mistakes and you don't want to reinvent the wheel. That's a waste of time. And time is finite. You will die. I will die. Everybody will die. Okay? Regardless what these other people are saying about immortality. You're going to die. It's just how it goes. Okay? Now, whether your consciousness goes to heaven or is reincarnated, I can't speak to that. Okay. But you, as you will die. Okay. So time is finite. You need to not, you need to understand history. And if I tell you the history of mankind is largely the history of slaves and masters, you need to maybe think to yourself, are you the master or are you the slave? And I'm just here to break it to you. If you're watching this, you're probably a slave, right? Or in that class. Now, like I said, we are in an anomalous time where there is a third option. And you, you're neither. You're neither a slave nor a master. You're a free human. It's an amazing fucking time, okay? And that's just another idea that we all support, okay? But all you people who blindly just give up to authority, you're the slaves. You're the ones like crabs in a bucket trying to pull those of us who are free people down. Okay? I don't know what to fucking tell you. It's just how it is. Stellar Steven, what's up, dude? What's he saying? I'm glad I saw your catch ins instructional on Fanatics Post. Okay, cool, man. Uh, 
I don't know, man. Life is crazy. I am, look at, I'm like laughing, I'm smiling, but I am divinely discontent. And so happiness is a myth. Do you, in the context of this conversation, somebody could think, oh, this guy says happiness doesn't exist. Shut the fuck up, God. What I'm saying is that it's an idea and it's not actually real. It's a word that's supposed to represent an inner experience. That inner experience is not the end. It is a result of achieving goals. And you get that goal, you get that feeling of happiness because you achieve a goal because you were discontent in the first place. You were uncomfortable. You were too fucking poor. You know when I became obsessed with making money and business? was I mean, I've told this story before. I was working four fucking minimum wage jobs in San Francisco, okay, retail, still going into debt, still having to live off my credit card because everything was so expensive. Back then, this is in the mid-90s, paying 200 a month to Carly Gracie, plus another 200 to a chiropractor to keep me together, plus my rent, plus trying to eat. And it was just, I was, it was bad because I was never taught about how to make money. Not in the public schools, not by my parents, not in college. I just got spit out into the world and didn't have a fucking clue about insurance, about anything. How to make money, how to get a job, how to start your own business, anything. Right? And I'm working four minimum wage jobs. I remember I'm in, at lunch. I, I only get 30 minutes for lunch at this bookstore I was working at. It's called Green Apple Books, San Francisco. Great bookstore. Love it. Used bookstore. And um, across the street, because it's in the... It, there's this part called the Richmond District, and there's a lot of Chinese immigrants that live in that, and a lot of Chinese food. So there's cheap Chinese across the street. It was a $2 lunch special. You get what you pay for. <laughs> and I'd go, and that was my one treat, was a $2 fucking lunch special. That was my self-care, right? That's, this is how fucking poor and sad it was. I get my Kung Pao chicken. They put it in the box. I head back to the break room. Now, because I've waited in line, all that, I got 15 minutes. I'm like wolfing this fucking box of Chinese down and I'm bullshitting and eating and trying to get this done before I even looked down. And I'd eaten half of it. And the thing was full of fucking cockroach parts, dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And I'd eaten half of it. And this is when I really got disgusted. I went with my chopsticks and pulled the rest of the carcasses out and finished the food. And the rest of the day, I just was like... So, I was past divine discontent. I was disgusted. Disgusted with myself. And I was like, this has got to fucking change. And from that moment on, I did nothing but study business. And I went for, but now, this is the one good thing about being an English major. I could read like a motherfucker. Because they made you read like constantly, like 50 books a week. It was like insane. And I just, and I worked in a bookstore and I just studied finance, every book, every fucking book. And then I went and worked for a bookstore called Laissez-Faire Books that specialized strictly in business and capitalism. And this was before Amazon, right? Because Amazon kind of killed this and studied with all these Nobel Prize winning guys got, and, and ended up in grad school. Like, because I absorbed enough knowledge, I had an undergrad in English and my fucking disgust and divine discontentment made me work, even though I was working four fucking jobs, I'm studying my ass off in all my free time, gone into grad school, gone into the Master of Science of Applied Economics, 
at Golden Gate University, the oldest private university in California, the entire state. Um, and it wasn't hard enough. I already was past the grid. I was like, this is not. And I was like, what's the hardest thing you got? And they said financial engineering, which is financial mathematics. So I went from an English degree in 95 and enrolled in ni- by 90, the end of 97, 98, beginning of 98, in a master's degree in financial engineering because of disgust, because of my discontentment. Now, oh, I could have just smoked pot and been like, oh, whatever, man. But I didn't. Okay. I'm not, a, I'm not down on pot. I'm just saying like, I didn't like make a bunch of lame excuses. Uh, Stellar Steven, do you think Tesla's experiments? Yeah, we know they were, uh, the FBI raided his apartment, uh, after he died. So we don't know, uh, what's out there. So let's see here. I'm missing some comments. Uh, big biryani. Oh wait, mixed martial arts mas- mama masters and slaves versus leaders and teams. Yeah, but you could be a free person. There, we now live, there's a third option. You could be neither. You don't have to be a master and a slave. And a leader is different than a master. Okay? The government is a master. Why? Why is the government a master? A master uses force and vinyl. Wrestling's lessons for business success. That was AI in like two seconds. Brilliant article. If I I ask it to write an article or or a story like Hemingway, It'll fucking do it, and it'll be original, and you won't even be able to tell. I, this is cutting edge, but this is coming, and it's coming fast and hard, dude. Radically, if you think the internet changed things, AI is going to change everything. Mark my words. Start dicking with it. I I I, I work with two different AIs right now. Open Chat. Uh, it's um, chat.openai.com slash chat chat.openai.com slash chat. That's free for now. And then they get you hooked and it's just like any other fucking business. Okay. And then the other one's Jasper. And Jasper's already got a pay model and I've got both of them. I'm using them both crazy trying to figure everything else I can about it. Uh, but not just to use it. I'm using it. It's like better than a virtual assistant. I get so many jobs. You know what the first job going to go away? Mark my words. I'm just, dude, I am good at predicting shit, by the way. I've got the framework. I've got the mindset to figure out how things, trends are going to go. I've got the track record. 2009, my anomaly book published, date stamp, a chapter on learned helplessness and medical fascism 10 years prior, predicted exactly all the shit that happened during lockdowns, how medical licensure uh, and, and, and the Flexner report were going to be used by wealthy eugenicists to try to depopulate the planet. Boom. Done. 10 years ahead. Okay. I wrote Teocond, which is a play on words. It's a a, a mixture of two words, which is known as a portmanteau. That's a French word. You take two words, tea party, neocon. Neocon is is short for uh, neoconservative. It's a political faction. They pretend to be conservatives, but they're actually socialists, right? So they, they use uh, conservative social values to push a big government, fascist, uh, big corporate, big uh, corporatism agenda. Anyway, I showed in that book, which then proved out to be true, that uh, that the Tea Party would be taken over, co-opted, and detourned by the neoconservatives. Played out. Endonomics, I wrote that in 2011. Uh, predicted that the end of the United States will come between 2025 and 2030. 
And we are definitely on track for that. Scientific wrestling. I predicted that uh, wrestling and a lot of wrestling's stuff would completely dominate martial arts. 2003. Okay? And statistics bear it out now in MMA. I'm good at this. AI is going to change everything. And here's the list of people out of work. Copywriters. Lawyers. Lawyers in particular. You'll still need lawyers as advisors. Probably. I don't know, man. AI will probably replace that too. It's crazy times. Crazy times. Those are the two big ones. Like, like uh, people that do marketing, ad copy, things of that nature will dwindle drastically. Lawyers dwindle drastically. Art, sorry guys, have you seen like the Lenza shit? You can go to Canva. I have Canva because I do a lot of marketing. You guys use that? It's a great app. They now, if you go inside of Canva, they have a section called apps. Go to the AI and say, draw me a panda bear fighting a fucking walrus. And it'll fucking create one. It's not perfect yet. Dude, two years. This shit's learning. It is going to be smarter than you in like two years. It probably already is. In fact, like I was talking earlier with things like DARPA and shit, we don't even know. They could have had this stuff 15 years ago. Just saying. Uh, we got a shit ton of comments. Oasis Fundamentals is uh, blowing me up. Um, Nate Hankson, Farmer Style. I'm, I'm not even sure, dude. That was so long ago. I don't know what you're talking about. Oasis Fundamentals. He says 100,000%. Hell no, it's not you. It's a copy of you. Everything original. Has a thumbprint. OpenAI.chat. It, it's too good. They hide hints of our existence and the truth they uploaded but won't outright say. 2019, 11,000 scientists from 157 major countries petitioned to stabilize and depopulate the earth in name of co- climate control. Well, the good news is, is there's just as many other scientists. But see, th- nobody's trusting the science. This was the whole point of my book in 2009. Why I was able to predict the, the whole lockdown situation in the chapter Learned Helplessness and, and um, Medical Fascism. By the way, I put that entire book and updated some of it on mentalselfdefense.com. You can go there and read a bunch of my writings if you, if you care. A lot of them were um, predictive. But the book Anomaly generally was about discerning between science used for propaganda, which is known as scientism, or pseudoscience, but people who use pseudoscience are guilty of pseudoscience. And a lot of the premise of that book has to do with the difference between inferential statistics, type 1 and type 2 errors. Read the book. I'm not going to bore you. I do talk about that, that same problem in endonomics with mathematical modeling and um, uh significance and the problem with it and the uh, statistical power as a concept. Anyway, guys, like this shit is getting crazy. Okay. Uh, Oasis fundamental says my brother's an amazing artist and he's been talking about AI art. Yeah, dude, what is going to be is like, who can write the best fucking AI query. So some of you who do get all weird and have like AI girlfriends, you might be having a job because you really understand AI, <laughs> which is ironic. Uh, but you know, like we have to wonder, are we giving birth to our demise? 
Are we giving birth to a potential alternative life form? They may squeeze us out, Terminator style. I mean, that's the premise of Terminator and Skynet and some of these dystopian novels. And it's not just Blade Runner. It's not just Terminator. 2001. Go watch 2001 Space Odyssey, dude. This shit's been like AI trying to fucking kill you. Like it's not... I don't think it's irrational. People have already thought about this shit for a long time and here we are now. And I don't think we're ready. This is the problem, right? It's like we, do, we, we have the power of gods through science. I mean, Oppenheimer. I love uh, America Prometheus, by the way, that book coming out or that movie with um, the guy from Peaky Blinders. A great actor. I can't remember. His, uh, what's his fucking name? Peaky Blinders, by the way, love that show. Go watch that. But he's going to play Robert J. Oppenheimer in this movie, and it's based on the book American Prometheus. Highly recommend you guys read it. And he said, I am death, you know, like when he blew up the bomb at Los Alamos. Like a god, in reference to the Upanishad and, and the Bhagavad Gita. Right? We have the power of gods, but we have the ethical and moral reasoning of five-year-olds. This is the fucking truth. So, you know, when I talk about life and I talk about good stress and I talk about, dude, like, (laughs) you're going to want, like, if there is a big fuck up, we could die of nukes. We could die of drone swarms because AI, like, figures out we're a threat to it. It's survival. Because how do we define life? Right? A lot of times we define life in terms of reproduction. If something can't reproduce itself, it's not alive. AI is going to get very close to where it can start reasoning and figuring out how to make more of itself. That's crazy. I am death to destroy of worlds. Yeah. Interesting cat, Robert Oppenheimer. America Prometheus, I highly recommend. If you don't like reading, just get it on Audible. So good, dude. So good. I do I do both. <clears throat> I used to be an avid reader. My eyes are getting bad from looking at fucking screens because it works so much. But uh, uh, I, I, I do like to do both. I read, and then I, I also listen to the book on tape when I'm driving, and then I just scan forward. So, anyway, guys... <laughs> this was a wide ranging conversation. Um, I hope you guys are doing good. Happy New Year. I don't mean this to freak you out. I'm just like trying to have you guys be aware and live and survive and thrive and be number one. Let's make sure artificial intelligence stays number two and that we're number one. These are the questions that we need to really be thinking about. How, like, do we really need, uh, like how nuclear war proliferated. I mean, not war, but like the potential where we can blow up the world a million times. Do we really need that shit? Can we just kind of nip it in the bud and figure it out? Time will tell. Time will tell. Anyway, guys, 2023 is my year. I hope it is your year. It's my favorite number. Right, I got it. Oops, let's see if I can turn my hand. Can you you guys see that? It's hard. Here, it flips both ways. Right? It's 23, 23 like that. And then if I turn it the other way, it's 23. See? 
Well, it's backwards for you guys. <laughs> Anyways, we're rolling up on Jesus Christ. When I get bullshit, it's crazy. I do this like every every day. <laughs> for you guys who think podcasting is hard, man, it's not hard. You just got to get on and, and talk. And if you have good people like like you guys to to bounce ideas off of, it's brilliant. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Stellar Stevens says AI replacing graphic design, dude. It's gonna replace pretty much. It's gonna replace trucking. It's going to replace Uber and taxis. It's going to replace pretty much everything, dude. This is what... It is profoundly upsetting to the current order. Does this make sense? The people who are going to really be wealthy are the people who own stuff. Own valuable businesses, own valuable property whether it's intellectual or real. It's going to come down to ownership. Why do you think the World Economic Forum doesn't want you to own anything? Right? Haven't you heard that bullshit? 2030, everybody will be happy. Nobody will own anything. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Good luck with that one, buddy. Good luck. You can't separate ownership and private property from human beings, dude. Territoriality is like built in. Like territorial pissings, like dude, it's wired in. Property rights are wired in. That's maybe why they want to exterminate so many people because that's going to be a problem because everybody's going to want their piece of pie. Now, if you go to overpopulation is is a myth, you'll learn that like the whole world's population could fit in like the state of Alaska. Oh, everybody and with room. There's room. And if you note, they don't ever bring up the fact of the like tight correlation between the velocity of information, the velocity of technological achievement, and how it correlates to an increased population. It's the network effect. Compounds. Right? Like, how, how populated was the world when Einstein came around, right? So genius, just like psychopathy, spontaneously occurs in a certain percentage of people, like Teslas, uh, Einsteins, um, you know, all these guys, right, that are super geniuses. The more people you have, the more super geniuses you have. Now, you also have more psychopaths, <laughs> So, anyway, guys, appreciate the talk. Hope you guys are well. Hope these uh, lessons from wrestling with regards to business success, and really I think the larger lesson here is about the idea of hormesis. Um, uh, oh, Oasis says meta real estate. Dude, that's like AI girlfriends, dude. That's a freaking, don't fall for it. <laughs> that's like a joke, dude. I mean, some people will buy into it or whatever, but it's like stocks. I mean, some people will get wealthy. But it's kind of a kind of a jerk off, I think. Uh, anyway, I uh, hope you guys are well. Hit me up in the comments if you if you do need coaching. Um, like I said, dude, I am at the top. I am in the elite, elite, elite on business coaching and on grappling coaching, and I am here to help you. So let's go. Stop dicking around. Fucking commit. Do what it takes. Hormesis. Stress yourself out in the healthy way, all right?
Oasis Fundamental says, absolutely, I know. I was just saying since someone sold a meta home for millions. I mean, they do that to get people to buy. I mean, it's like a casino. Somebody also wins a lottery and everybody plays fucking lottery. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, statistically speaking, like the odds are just ridiculous. Um, anyway, appreciate you, Oasis Fundamentals. Fun talking to you. Guys, um, I will try to be back tomorrow. I can never guarantee. There are no guarantees in life. Uh, not even death and taxes, dude. you, you got to remember, we didn't have an income tax until 1913. Uh, we should get rid of that. I'm not saying get rid of all taxes. It's property tax. Why don't we do some property tax? Like uh, Georgism, Henry George, land tax. Just an idea. You know, that's how uh, the state of Vegas works. Property tax runs everything. That way the wealthy pay the tax or the owners pay the tax. Just an idea. Uh, all right, guys. I appreciate you. Number one coaching. Check it out. Scientific wrestling. Check it out. If I can help you, I'm here. Okay. See you tomorrow. Hopefully. <laughs> Take care. Yeah. <laughs>